Welcome to another episode of the Forsaken Film Review Podcast. I'm Astro Radio Z's bowtie-wearing movie reviewer, and each episode, I look at a film for its story, character, execution, nuance, and entertainment value. And this week, I take a look at 2008's Lake Mungo. The following is based on true events. Can you interpret dreams? Mm, sometimes. How do you feel when you wake up from these dreams? They scare me a bit. For Alice Palmer, underneath the hopes of a bright future were suspicions. I feel like something bad is going to happen to me. That death was near. Are you scared of dying? Yeah, of course I'm scared of dying. That was the last time that I saw her. I kept hearing noises in the hallway. It hasn't reached me yet, but it's on its way. I feel like I can't do anything. I think Ellie saw a ghost. I didn't have any rational explanation for who was in those photos. Something was happening inside that house and I wanted to find out what it was. There was a ghost in the house. say that this film was filled with a lot of surprises for me. Uh, first of all, the film takes place mostly in Ararat, Australia, and doesn't spend much time in Lake Mungo itself. Uh, secondly, the film was done in a documentary style. I had heard that the movie would be a found footage piece, so I was pleasantly surprised to find that it was done in this documentary style instead. And the reason why I like this is because sometimes I feel that filmmakers of found footage movies often uh, do these camera angles which don't make sense. It's like, how could the film be shot with the camera being there? With the documentary style of storytelling, I think that it would allow for positioning of cameras in different locations. And I think it just gave them a much better flexibility. And it also didn't take me out of the story as much as like finding that type of mistake in a found footage film. But the surprise that got me the most was the fact that the trailer made the story seem far more supernatural than it honestly was. Uh, this wasn't a very scary film. In fact, it was about as scary as those ghost stories that you tell your friends at a campfire. The story is about uh, events that take place after a 16-year-old girl named Alice drowns at a nearby f uh, swimming destination. Uh, her family goes out on a kind of a swimming thing and she goes missing. And they find her a few days later. Her body is... You know, how it gets when a body is spent too much time in the water it was very hard to identify her, but uh, they made the identification, they buried her, but there was always that question of whether or not uh, she was the real Alice that they buried. And then what ends up happening is that uh, a little bit later, 
they find out that there are photos and videos that start appearing that show the dead girl in them. So people start to wonder, well, maybe they didn't bury Alice and maybe she is alive. And this causes them to exhume the body to verify that the body that they did bury is actually Alice. And then we find out fairly quickly after this point that uh, the brother had staged the photos and the videos in order to get uh, the body exhumed so that they could have a actual DNA test to verify. Uh, he was thinking that the mother or that his mother was so distraught and really needed to know for sure. And so that's why he supposedly did it. So after the deception is revealed, however, the sightings continue, uh, which actually appear to be real. Uh, the sightings lead to discoveries of secrets that the girl had kept from her family and her friends. Most of the characters in this film I found were pretty good. You don't see much of the primary character, Alice, who's played by Talia Zucker. Her story is told mostly through the interviews of the family, the friends, and the psychic that the family had hired. Among the standout characters, though, for me, were the parents. Alice's mother, June, played by Rosie Trainer, uh, was used quite effectively in the film, especially with that slight twist ending. And I also loved Alice's father, Russell, who is played by uh, David Pledger. The film's director, Joel Anderson, I felt captured that documentary style well, both in the, his direction as well as his writing. He also wrote the, the story for Lake Mungo. Uh, I thought that uh, the framing on some of the shots were also very interesting. You get this kind of uh, wonderful like boxes. You see these like vertical boxes, horizontal boxes throughout the film, and it really was uh, an interesting thing. It, it drew you into the picture more, and I thought that that was well executed. Uh, the thing that interested me most execution-wise, though, about this film would have to be Alice's room. The set uh, of Alice's room, I think, was the best in the film. Uh, it, it, especially, there's this uh, picture that she has on the wall kind of has the heart and has these veins going out of it that picture reminded me a lot of Donnie Darko in fact I think Lake Mungo has that nuance very similar to Donnie Darko as well as the um, the paranormal activity movies that came out um, and like Donnie Darko the actual mechanics of what is happening and, and how the visitations are working I thought was interesting and clever. And, and again, like Donnie Darko, you don't really know what is truly happening until the very end of the film. And ultimately, though, uh, nuance wise, I think the story was more about closure and moving on from death and not really about ghosts. Uh, if anything, it's a drama that happens to have a ghost in it. Unfortunately, I'd have to say that the, the movie wasn't very entertaining for me. Uh, the first 20 minutes was character set up, which is fine. I enjoy that. From that point on, it, it started to turn into a supernatural story, which was what I was trying to get into. I was, I was very interested. That's what the trailers promised me. But 
instead I got the hoax story. And then it wasn't until the last third of the movie that there was an actual, you know, supernatural component, which like Donnie Darko, there may have been more of a science fiction, science fantasy to that as well. So it wasn't as scary as I had hoped for. At least um, I didn't get the promise of a scary story that the trailer had promised to me. So uh, at this point, let's take a break. When I get back, I'll go over my scene rating scores as well as my final thoughts about Lake Mungo. So I'll see you in a few. are a good time to listen to podcasts unless the weekend begins with friday the 13th return to camp blood is jason's podcast and no one will be left alive join chris e eric and oz as they return to camp blood every friday night at campbloodpodcast.com don't forget to rate review and subscribe to the show wherever you listen or you'll find yourself the latest victim of jason's wrath Bubblegum and kick ass. And I'm all out of bubblegum! Astro Radio Z is a horror cult exploitation film podcast hosted by me, Derek Carey. I was one of those monster kids growing up. The one that used to sit in the back end of that video store and scour over every single last film cover you saw back there. From the slashers to the monsters to the sleazy stuff. Yeah, I was freaking obsessed. And I still am. So much so, I became a filmmaker myself. Now I bring on all my filmmaker friends, critics, musicians, and any other fans of the dark arts, which are horror, exploitation, and cult film. Are you one of these people? Then tune in and listen to my show, Astro Radio Z. Welcome back, Film Ferrets. Uh, It's time to go over my scene rating stories as well as my final thoughts of the film. Uh, I would have to say, story-wise, Lake Mungo gets a two out of five. The story is decent, and it was told decently. The documentary style was definitely a plus for me over the found footage style of storytelling. Character-wise, this film gets a slightly higher score with three out of five. I thought the parents were uh, the highlights of the film for me. Uh, Execution-wise, this uh, film gets an average score of two. Nuance, it gets a three. It gets a a slight bump because it has that Donnie Darko vibe, which uh, I uh, really loved Donnie Darko. So it did get a kind of a a boost from that. Uh, And unfortunately, though, on the entertainment value category, I thought that the film was a little bit disappointing. I expected a much more scarier supernatural type of story. Instead, I got that that drama with a ghost in it. So. Uh, This film only gets an entertainment score of one out of five. Composite score-wise, I would give this film, uh, Lake Mungo, a 
4.2 bow ties out of five. I would certainly give this a watch. Uh, I would recommend it to people who love Donnie Darko and uh, Paranormal Activity. But be warned, I think for some people, the gimmick is going to seem to have lost a lot of the freshness over the years. And uh, you might not uh, find the same level of enjoyment as you did uh, back when you first watched those type of films. So that's it for this episode of Forsaken Film Reviews. If you like this review, please share it with your friends and subscribe to this podcast to get the very latest releases. And uh, to learn more about my scene method, as well as my rating system, be sure to check out my blog at ForsakenFilmReviews.wordpress.com. And if you have a film that you would like me to look at or to review, uh, then email me at ForsakenFerret at Outlook.com. And for all other things horror and exploitation film related, be sure to check out the other fine shows offered on the Astro Radio Z network. So I'll see you next time with another Forsaken Film Review.